Good morning, everyone. Good morning, everyone. One cut in earlier than the other. So good morning. Um, okay, so today I've been seeing a lot of tweets about people that have stopped drinking, but they are still struggling. So, you know, it might be the first week or the first fortnight or the first month. And so you're still in that struggle state. So I'm going to talk about that today. But I'm going to give you also, this is totally irrelevant, but I wanted to share anyway, a couple of anti-aging tips. So number one is to sleep on your back. It stops you from wrinkling. So if you think about it, if you sleep on your side too much, it creates the creases here and then also here. And I can actually see, because I have been sleeping on my side a little bit, that it makes a big difference. Another one is face exercises. So when you strengthen the muscles in your face, then it lifts your body lifts your face just like your body does as well. So we've got all these saggy little bits and when we do exercises, they tighten up. Now, that's number two. Number three of my anti-aging tips is uh, rosehip oil as well. So there you go, guys. A little bit of a bonus bunch of tips that aren't, aren't really relevant to drinking and sobriety but will help you heaps. So let's get into this. Now, as I said, there's mostly on Twitter I'm seeing, well, no, a few Facebook groups as well, but there are people that are really struggling in those early days of sobriety. Now, first of all, know that this is natural, this is normal. You're going through a massive change in your life. So, of course, you're going to be feeling a bit like, oh, there's this fear, there's this uncertainty, there's physical changes, mental changes, emotional changes, social changes, all of this stuff is happening to you, right? Now, there are ways that you can cope with this that are going to feel a lot easier than, they, than it does right now because, you know, the people that I'm seeing that are tweeting or sharing in groups, they're just on edge. So they're kind of in this tension. You don't want to live like that. So you want to get out of this tension as quickly as possible because, like, and there was actually another on, in a Facebook group yesterday or this morning, currently. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, but someone wrote about how a friend of hers was giving her shit from getting sober and she couldn't figure out why it was such a big deal, but it was also putting her on edge and feeling judged by other people. And I said to her, well, this is the problem. Like, we're all brainwashed from such a young age. We've all been just conditioned to believe that alcohol is just something that uh, is a necessity and we do it and that's just that. And so when you cut it out of your life, it is going to feel like you're on edge. And I said the only true way to really heal yourself from this whole alcohol thing, like as a whole, as a complete thing of focus, right, as a topic even, is to let go of your attachment to it because while you're still attached to it, while you're still on this like attachment and, and needing it or thinking you need it, need it, you're going to struggle. It will be hard. And people live like their lives like that. And actually in that post she said um, because this friend of hers thought that he, um, well, that people that were sober were miserable and boring. And we're miserable and boring because we haven't cleared our attachment to alcohol, okay? And this is why there are certain beliefs in this space that I don't agree with because it does keep people stuck in that. So they're constantly on edge um, and constantly in tension and resistance. Like I remember when I went vegan for a bit, 
Um, I've mostly plant-based now, but I've incorporated a bit of meat. But I was just on edge because my attachment and my whole thing and, like, fear of being judged and all of that fear, it just put me on edge and it made it bloody hard. I was travelling as well, which is very difficult in Central America to get a vegan meal. But anyway... And that was the thing. And so I was, I was miserable. I was miserable because I was constantly on edge and on guard and in defense mode. And so if you're constantly doing this with your sobriety, then yes, it's going to be hard. You're exhausting yourself physically, mentally, and emotionally. And so what needs to happen is letting go of it. And that, that's the only way. And so I do teach that in the Alcohol Free in 30 Days Challenge. So I've got the link possibly depends on what platform you're watching this on but if it's not on the description of this video then it is in my bio okay so you just jump on that but the alcohol free in 30 days challenge helps you completely detach yourself from all aspects of alcohol now you might think about it and you might look at it and be around it but because it's not you, you have no emotional attachment to it then you don't need it you don't think about it all right it, or you don't not you don't think about it, but you don't desire it. The desire has gone. That emotional like cord has gone. Okay, and so that's what makes it so much easier. So uh, I'm just going to talk about three things that make it worse. All right. So number one is language. Now, if you keep saying it's hard, I'm struggling. This is so hard. You're slowing your body down. So what happens is that, like, we don't realise how strong and how powerful our language is. So when you say it's hard or I identify as these things, i.e. an alcoholic, for example, I'm an alcoholic. Now what you're doing is you're telling your brain, you're reinforcing this way of being to yourself. So when I first stopped, I also did it to tell, like get people off my back. I was like, oh, I'm an alcoholic. But then I also realised I was kind of doing it because I felt a bit special about it. Okay, I was like, oh, I'm an alcoholic type thing. Um, I'm not saying that everybody does that and whatever helps people get off the booze, then so be it if, that's, if that works for you. But there is another way. You don't want to be in 10, 20 years' time talking, calling yourself that over, over a liquid that you've eliminated so long ago out of your life. And I'm of the mindset, unless you're doing it to help people like I am or like, you know, AA sponsors do or other any, anyone else that's in this space does, if you're not doing it to help other people, once you're done, move on, okay? Now, you, not, not to say you might not have some trigger moments down the track, but you'll be so strong in yourself and develop such a strong belief system around alcohol and everything, everything about it, then it just it's just like, well, I've already made that decision, so it's just easy to say no because I know what tomorrow is going to feel like and I know I'm going to be so pissed off at myself if I, keep, if I say yes to this drink, right? So the words that you use, it's hard, it's challenging. I have used the word challenge in a few things, but, um, oh, I'm going to miss it. Oh, I don't know what to do. So you're creating all of this emotion. You're creating all of this feeling and this whole mindset around how hard it's going to be, which creates more mental and emotional obstacles. That's what the obstacles are. It's not the liquid, all right? The liquid is just a liquid. The, ob the mental obstacles and the gymnastics that you create in your mind around it, that's what makes it hard. And so when you're able to get a hold of that, a good way to deal with that is journal. So look at what's going on in your mind. What are you thinking in your head that's making you slow down? Like you, and you'll physically feel it in your body. 
you feel your whole body slow down. You feel it kind of you like you you just you lose motivation. And this is actually what negative thoughts do to us. So negative thoughts, they they debilitate us physically as well. We don't realize that. We think it's just mentally. Like mental health, for example. So um, they say go for a walk. Yes, you can still feel depressed going for a walk, but there's this change in your physicality. So you're changing your body, which changes your mindset. Like it's all connected. Your thoughts, feelings, and actions are all connected. Okay, so you can't can't like when one and the other is out of alignment. That's when you create problems with yourself. That's when you struggle to make decisions because you're like, okay, I'm deciding this thing. So, for example, I'm deciding to quit drinking, but your internal processes haven't caught up yet. And so that's why detachment is the best way and the easiest and the simplest way because you're you're just it, it's just it just it, it can happen instantly. Okay. Now, not saying like don't expect it to happen instantly, but be open to it happening happening instantly. It just depends on how deep down the alcohol rabbit hole you are. Uh, and so, yeah, using the language that you use is going to have a huge impact. So if you say this is easy, uh, bring it on. Like I always say, just bring it on. Come on. If, if this is going to bring up stuff for me, come on, bring it on. And so now you're in charge. You've put yourself ahead of the eight ball, head of the eight ball, behind the eight ball, ahead of the eight ball. Anyway, uh, and now you're in control. And so the more you reinforce that language and that thinking, then the, the stronger you get. Like when you say bring it on, feel it in your body. Like oh, do it now. So go bring it on and see what that does. See if it brings up a little bit of fear. You might actually feel a little bit of fear in your belly or, or in your solar plexus or somewhere else. When you say bring it on, it's like, oh, there's that little bit of fear. So you're like, okay, that's where the that's that's the fear. Where is that in my body? And you feel where it is in your body. And you go, okay, so say in your gut, right? It's in my gut. Where in my gut? It's on the right-hand side, lower abdomen. Okay, yep, I can feel it and put your hand over it or your finger over it. Okay, there it is. Now, is it a wiggly feeling? Is it a tension feeling? Is it a pinching feeling? Is it a um, uh, like a pulsating feeling? And then you zone in. So, and this is this is really powerful. So then you zone in on that feeling, and then you go, okay, what what color is it? It's purple. All right. And now you're starting to create this whole new shape, and you're 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 making something out of it right you're addressing it and you're looking at it and then you find that like the tension releases it like opens up like a beautiful flower it does that that whole feeling like I love it when you know I love it when shit happens and shit hits the fan I love it but what happens is that I go right things aren't great things aren't working this isn't working that's not working I need to sort this out I need to do this whatever it is where is that in my body? I'm getting out of all of the crap in here because this is just internal dialogue can go on and on and on and on and on forever. Where is it in my head? Okay. Now, and the other thing as well, so you might want to start there. So you might want to start with, oh, my brain just will not stop. So this is something I do. Is there, where in my brain is this? 
So you can look at the thoughts, but you go deeper. You're underneath the thoughts, the actual what you're thinking underneath and go, where can I feel this in my brain? And you will. You'll, you'll possibly feel a little bit of tension. And then you go, okay, what kind of feeling is that tension in my brain? Or where is it in my brain? And then you zone in again. What's, what's the sensation? Is it a pulsating? Is it a wiggly sensation? Is it a tense sensation? And then you go, okay, it's a tension. All right. All right, well, I'm just going to sit with you and just hang out and just be with you and let you be there. And again, it'll just dissipate like a like a flower. It'll bloom or not bloom. You don't want it blooming, but you know what I mean. <laughs> Open up like a flower, um, and you just feel this incredible release. So I went a bit off track, but that's okay. Now, number two, I've kind of addressed and. So it might sound a bit repetitive, but trying to white knuckle it, trying to use willpower, like, right, I'm trying to be good. I'm going to this party. I'm going out with friends and I'm just going to sit there and you're on edge, like constantly you're just feeling that tension and that just being on edge within yourself and you're sitting around with friends, they're all drinking, everyone's laughing. There's that feeling of being on edge. If you're not... Um, Hang on, I was about to go off track. With the white knuckling thing, okay, that you can do it, but it's not going to last. It just doesn't. Willpower, using that power of will, like I'm going to do this, I've got to do this, I have to do this. Those things in and of themselves, yes, they may work, but they're not the most effective way, okay, because you're, you're tense. Like we can't sustain tension, all right? We're going to give in. We're going to renege because we just need to relax and we need to feel that release because otherwise we're just holding on too tightly and it just it won't last. And so that's why it's important to clear this attachment to alcohol wholly and solely. Uh, and then number three is not actively making changes. So that kind of ties in with number two where Okay, so you want to stop drinking, but you're not doing anything else about it. You just decided that. Now, it can work again. Everything, there's all variables in this, all right? There's, you know, everything I say, it's not 100% an absolute because everyone has different experiences, different mindsets, different belief systems, different attitudes, different culture, blah, 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 right? So, um, but the, the most important thing is that you do need to actively make changes if you are still on edge. And what are you doing? So with the Alcohol Free and 30 Days Challenge, there's hypnosis. So you do a hypnosis every night when you go to bed. It's called Let Go of Believing You Need Alcohol. Then you've got in the morning you do a meditation that you actually take yourself through those uncomfortable feelings, through those craving feelings and bring them up and release them. And then the other part of that, so there's a daily checklist to keep you on track and so you don't get overwhelmed, so you follow the checklist. There's a journal, so you can journal each day. And then there's also the daily lessons. The daily lessons in the program are short, um, to the point, and they just make it really clean and clear. So the reviews I've had so far is that it's really simple and it's just made it so much easier in their heads, basically. So the people that are doing the course, it's just been, it's just, it's just made things so much like, or much less, for lack of a better word, I'm just trying to think of one that wrote to me, is um, it helped him feel free, basically. And so that's what we're doing here is we're not 
I don't want to overcomplicate it. And that was the thing. Like there's no point overcomplicating and fluffing around. It can't, It doesn't take months to do this. It doesn't take years to do this, right? It's just a simple retraining your thinking and letting go of your attachment to alcohol and what, what you think it does for you and what you think it means about you. And when you let go of that and free yourself of that, then it's 10 times easier. Um. So, yeah, and, you know, the course itself, it's $27, right? So the, for the cost of a decent bottle of wine, if you want to call it decent, um, 27 bucks to get this done and dusted so that you can start focusing on the next phase of your life because this is key. This is the thing. It's like, right, let's get this thing out of the way so I can start putting all of my time and my energy and my money and my um, excitement into creating this whole new life that I want to live for myself and that's the goal. Okay, that's that's it. that's what you know. You just start focusing on what's really important and getting you off this whole topic altogether. So, as I said, if you want to join the course, um, the link is in either the description of this video or this live, or you'll find it on my profile. So, under sobertribe.com forward slash af, as in alcohol free. All right, guys. So, have a great day, and I will see you very soon.